This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. Sometimes you get tired doing this thing we call justice. Keep listening to find out how one book has brought nourishment to the souls of many who are in the daily fight for justice. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth Table. Your word is truth, your word is life. Presented by Innervar City Press. Your word is truth, your word is life. A daily audio Bible podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, 2 Kings chapter 1 through 2 Kings chapter 3, verse 3. 2 Kings chapter 1, beginning at verse 1. Elijah confronts the king and his commanders. After Ahab died, Moab rebelled against Israel. Ahaziah fell through a window lattice in his upper chamber in Samaria and was injured. He sent messengers with these orders. Go ask Beelzebub, the god of Ekron, if I will survive this injury. But the angel of the Lord told Elijah the Tishbite, Get up. Go to meet the messengers from the king of Samaria. Say this to them. You must think there is no god in Israel. That explains why you are on your way to seek an oracle from Beelzebub, the god of Ekron. Therefore, this is what the Lord has said. You will not leave the bed you lie on, for you will certainly die. So Elijah went on his way. When the messengers returned to the king, he asked them, Why have you returned? They replied, A man came up to meet us. He told us, Go back to the king who sent you and tell him, This is what the Lord has said. You must think there is no God in Israel. That explains why you are sending for an oracle from Baalzebub, the god of Ekron. Therefore, you will not leave the bed you lie on, for you will certainly die. The king asked them, Describe the appearance of this man who came up to meet you and told you these things. They replied, He was a hairy man and had a leather belt tied around his waist. The king said, He is Elijah the Tishbite. The king sent a captain and his fifty soldiers to retrieve Elijah. The captain went up to him while he was sitting on the top of a hill. He told him, Prophet, the king says, Come down. Elijah replied to the captain, If I am indeed a prophet, may fire come down from the sky and consume you and your fifty soldiers. Fire then came down from the sky and consumed him and his fifty soldiers. The king sent another captain and his fifty soldiers to retrieve Elijah. He went up and told him, Prophet, this is what the king says, come down at once. Elijah replied to them, If I am indeed a prophet, may fire come down from the sky and consume you and your fifty soldiers. Fire from God came down from the sky and consumed him and his fifty soldiers. 
the king sent a third captain and his 50 soldiers. The third captain went up and fell on his knees before Elijah. He begged for mercy. Prophet, please have respect for my life and for the lives of these 50 servants of yours. Indeed, fire came down from the sky and consumed the two captains who came before me along with their men. So now please have respect for my life. The angel of the Lord said to Elijah, go down with him. Don't be afraid of him. So he got up and went down with him to the king. Elijah said to the king, this is what the Lord has said. You sent messengers to seek an oracle from Bazabub, the god of Ekron. Is it because there is no god in Israel from whom you can seek a message? Therefore, you will not leave the bed you lie on, for you will certainly die. And he did die, in keeping with the Lord's message that he had spoken through Elijah. In the second year of the reign of King Jehoram, son of Jehoshaphat over Judah, Ahaziah's brother, Jehoram, replaced him as king of Israel because he had no son. The rest of the events of Ahaziah's reign, including his accomplishments, are recorded in the scroll called the Annals of the Kings of Israel. 2 Kings chapter 2, beginning at verse 1. Elijah makes a swift departure. Just before the Lord took Elijah up to heaven in a windstorm, Elijah and Elisha were traveling from Gilgal. Elijah told Elisha, Stay here, for the Lord has sent me to Bethel. But Elisha said, As certainly as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. Some members of the prophetic guild in Bethel came out to Elisha and said, Do you know that today the Lord is going to take your master from you? He answered, Yes, I know. Be quiet. Elijah said to him, Elisha, stay here for the Lord has sent me to Jericho. But he replied, As certainly as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. So they went to Jericho. Some members of the prophetic guild in Jericho approached Elisha and said, Do you know that today the Lord is going to take your master from you? He answered, Yes, I know. Be quiet. Elijah said to him, Stay here, for the Lord has sent me to the Jordan. But he replied, As certainly as the Lord lives, and as you live, I will not leave you. So they traveled on together. The fifty members of the prophetic guild went and stood opposite them at a distance, while Elijah and Elisha stood by the Jordan. Elijah took his cloak, folded it up, and hit the water with it. The water divided, and the two of them crossed over on dry ground. When they had crossed over, Elijah said to Elisha, What can I do for you before I am taken away from you? Elisha answered, May I receive a double portion of the prophetic spirit that energizes you? Elijah replied, That's a difficult request. If you see me taken from you, may it be so. But if you don't, it will not happen. As they were walking along and talking, suddenly a fiery chariot pulled by fiery horses appeared. They went between Elijah and Elisha. And Elijah went up to heaven in a windstorm. While Elisha was watching, he was crying out, My father, my father, the chariot and horsemen of Israel. Then he could no longer see him. He grabbed his clothes and tore them in two. He picked up Elijah's cloak, which had fallen off him, and went back and stood on the shore of the Jordan. He took the cloak that had fallen off of Elijah, hit the water with it, and said, Where is the Lord, the God of Elijah? When he hit the water, it divided, and Elisha crossed over. When the members of the prophetic guild in Jericho, who were standing at a distance, saw him do this, they said the spirit that energized Elijah rests upon Elisha. They went to meet him and bowed down to the ground before him. They said to him, Look, there are fifty capable men with your servants. Let them go and look for your master, for the wind sent from the Lord may have carried him away and dropped him on one of the hills or in one of the valleys. But Elisha replied, Don't send them out. But they were so insistent that he became embarrassed, so he said, Send them out. 
They sent the 50 men out and they looked for three days but could not find Elijah. When they came back, Elisha was staying in Jericho. He said to them, didn't I tell you, don't go? Elisha demonstrates his authority. The men of the city said to Elisha, look, the city has a good location as our master can see, but the water is bad and the land doesn't produce crops. Elisha said, get me a new jar and put some salt in it. So they got it. He went out to the spring and threw the salt in. Then he said, this is what the Lord has said. I have purified this water. It will no longer cause death or fail to produce crops. The water has been pure to this very day, just as Elisha prophesied. He went up from there to Bethel. As he was traveling up the road, some young boys came out of the city and made fun of him, saying, Go on up, Baldy. Go on up, Baldy. When he turned around and saw them, he called God's judgment down on them. Two female bears came out of the woods and ripped 42 of the boys to pieces. From there, he traveled to Mount Carmel and then back to Samaria. 2 Kings chapter 3, verses 1-3 through Moab fights with Israel. In the 18th year of King Jehoshaphat's reign over Judah, Ahab's son, Jehoram, became king over Israel in Samaria. He ruled for 12 years. He did evil in the sight of the Lord, but not to the same degree as his father and mother. He did remove the sacred pillar of Baal that his father had made. Yet he persisted in the sins of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, who encouraged Israel to sin. He did not turn from them. Psalm 119, verses 161 through 168. Rulers pursue me for no reason, yet I am more afraid of disobeying your instructions. I rejoice in your instructions, like one who finds much plunder. I hate and despise deceit. I love your law. Seven times a day I praise you because of your just regulations. Those who love your law are completely secure. Nothing causes them to stumble. I hope for your deliverance, O Lord and I obey your commands. I keep your rules. I love them greatly. I keep your precepts and rules, for you are aware of everything I do. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. God, we thank you. I thank you for your word, O oh God. Thank you so much for just the um, the example, O oh God, of the relationship between Elijah and Elisha, O oh God, and the ways that um, Elisha just stuck by um, Elijah, O oh God, to the very, very end, O oh God. It reminds me really of actually of, of Ruth and Naomi um, and how Ruth re- refused to leave Naomi alone and by herself, O oh God. And I, I just thank you for just the beautiful relationship between Elijah and Elisha and just seeing the beauty of discipleship. And mentorship, when you find, <laughs> and when when you, oh God, or when we find, I mean, and when you gift us, oh God, with um, mentors and disciples in our lives, oh, um, in disciplers, Lord, in our life, it's such a gracious gift from you, oh God, to have somebody who's gone further in the faith than us that can teach us uh, the way your ways, oh God, that can help us to sharpen us, correct us, um, reproof us, to encourage us to uh, speak life into us, show us our gifts, help us sharpen our gifts. Thank you for that gift of mentorship and discipleship. I know that not everybody has that, God, and I do pray for everybody under the sound of my voice that desires that, that you would provide that, that you would send mentors, that you would send disciples, oh God, full of integrity, full of compassion, 
full of love, full of grace, full of mercy, full of holiness, oh God, that are really people that we can follow as we follow Christ, oh Lord. I, I just pray. And that as we hope and pray, oh God, that you would send disciples and mentors into our lives that we too would uh, live lives, oh God, in such a way that we've been molded and, and shaped in such a fashion that we're able to in turn mentor and disciple those who are coming behind us, oh Lord God, and knowing, oh God, that we can learn from one another, oh God. Thank you for that, for just the ways, oh God, that Elisha was just so sad, oh God, when the when the prophetic guild continued to remind him, you know that your master is leaving today. You know that your master is leaving today. And he was like, pretty much, I know, be quiet. Like, don't say it again. Like, I know, you know, and I think we've all been there when we have to part from dear loved ones, when we know um, someone is leaving us, whether it's by death, through sickness or through illness, oh God, that inevitable departure, oh God, and where we want to eke out more moments, oh God, and in time with those whom you've put in our life, oh Lord, I pray for comfort for those that are feeling that, who, who resonate with Elisha's words of saying, I know, be quiet. God, I pray that you would be near to them, that you would comfort them, that the Holy Spirit, the great comforter, would wrap everybody who's grieving in their arms, who are grieving the departure of a friend, oh God, um, whether it's through death, oh God, whether it's through a move, oh God, a, a, a significant move where they're not going to see their loved one or friend for a very, very long time. God, would you be near and would you bring exactly what they need in that moment, Lord? And I thank you for um, the psalm, oh God, that, that reminds us, oh God, that about the beauty of your law. Would you help us to love your law and in, in all its fullness to delight, to obey your word? to keep your rules, O Lord, and to obey your commands? Would you help us, O God, to be a people that fears you and reverences you because you are the thrice holy God. You are the compassionate God. You are the merciful God. You are the God who requires, deserves our worship, that deserves our praise. Would you help us, O God, to live lives, O Lord God, that uh, truly delight in keeping your commands that truly delight and see that we seek our joy in doing what it is that you have called us to do, God. I pray all of this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. Anyone who is committed to the work of justice knows how difficult this work is. The fight for justice is worth it, but that doesn't mean it isn't hard. It's tiring to fight. It's tiring to explain why this matters. It's tiring to wake up some days and feel disillusioned. It's in those moments that you just need a word from the Lord. Bread for the Resistance by Donna Barber offers 40 daily devotions for those engaged in the resistance to injustice. Each page offers life-giving words of renewal and hope. So when your legs are tired from marching and your knees are bruised from kneeling, grab a copy of Bread for the Resistance and experience rest and healing for your soul. Learn more at ivpress.com. And as a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code THE WORD. That's promo code T H E W O R D at ivpress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. 
Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee.